Good morning, good morning, and welcome to Duality. I'm your host, Ash, and I'm here with Third Eye Child and Steve. Thank you so much for being here today. Shout out to all the July 5ths in the building, congregating, connecting, and doing what we do, showing up late a little bit, mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> but right on time, right on right. time, you know what I'm saying? This morning, I'm like, you know, I had, a, I had a thought to myself yesterday, I was like, well, if I'm about to have a podcast with two other people who have the same birthday as me, I should probably let everybody know to be here 10 minutes before we're actually supposed to be here. Just Smart. so that it's nice. Cause, uh, and it worked out pretty great. We mm -hmm. all got here at the same time. <laughs> mm -hmm. So shout out to that and for being self-aware in that way. You know, I have most of my clocks set forward so that I can have that, like, pep in my stuff. Like, once I get in my car, I'm like... I pretend like I don't know that that's the time in mm -hmm. advance so I could just get there with a little bit of time and have that cushion. It's like some days I'll be early, though. Yeah. And, I, like, how is that for you guys? You know, is it sometimes that you're early, sometimes you're on time, sometimes you're very late? Like, what? how is that in your life's experience? Uh, uh, yeah, I can definitely relate. Sometimes I'm like, all right, let me just be responsible today. Mm -hmm. Arrive 10 minutes early. Mm -hmm. Do what mm -hmm. I have to do. And then sometimes I'm like, all right, if I leave right now, mm -hmm. yeah. I can make a left, <laughs> make a right, speed a little bit, and get there just on time. Mm -hmm. so right. Very mood dependent. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Very mood dependent. I didn't even associate <laughs> it in that way, but that's so true. Not yet, facts. Like, there's, there's, like, even when the, t the clock goes off in, in your. Like, and you wake up, you can still be, just be like, all right, well, let me see what Twitter is saying. Let me just see what, you know, let me see what's going on. And you're like, oh, wait, it's 830? Oh, shoot. Yeah, I definitely relate. Wait, that's not wrong. Can you do me a favor? Can you tap that on the side? Yeah, team effort. Gotcha. How's that? That's good. That's good for you? Is that yeah. too close? There you go. All right. No, cool. this is good. Can you hear me? Yeah, we're good? All right, cool. All right, cool. Dope. <laughs> But so yeah. what's up? How was your morning, guys? Uh, my morning was great. Woke up, did some yoga, mm -hmm. stretched out, ate a good breakfast, mm. and now I'm here. So That's my morning's going great so far, thank God. That's a fact. How about you? Oh, man. I was actually reflecting on, um, like, what was going on yesterday. Like, I don't mean to, like, bring it to, like, a negative topic, mm -hmm. but there was, like, just a lot of, like, a lot of things to take in yesterday, just seeing on the news and whatnot. So, like, this morning I went outside. I walked my dog, you know, and, like, I just sat down, just, like, breathed a little bit because I felt like that that was just needed just mm -hmm. to, like, clear my energy, set my intentions right, For sure. you know. And then, I, you know, I, then you just had that extra step, you know. And then, you know, I knew we were doing this today, so I was just like, oh, yeah, like, it's, but, like, it's, we're doing, we're moving forward. We're doing things good, you know. Absolutely. We're communicating. We're with our community, so, yeah. yeah. And what about yeah. you? You don't ever have to apologize, you know, for bringing up things because at the end of the day, like, there are things that are, I feel like it's much better to acknowledge the reality of what's going on in life, you know what I mean? Because it's, like, for us to, like, skip and hop over things that are, like, heavier, mm. it doesn't leave space for us to actually, like, sit with them, you know yeah. what I mean? So then we're all kind of suffering in silence, you know? Mm -hmm. So even just acknowledging you know, we are having a podcast the day after, like, major tragedy is happening. So just want to take that moment, you know, to, like, put those prayers out to those families and Please. anybody that was affected by it. Not only the events that happened yesterday, but within this week, like, mm -hmm. alone, you know, and any of the events that we're not aware of, you know, just putting those prayers out to whoever needs them in a good way like that, you know. So thank you for acknowledging and having the courage to bring up something that is heavy and also doing it in a graceful way and in a not so heavy way. So oh, I appreciate it's important. That. It's important. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Like, and you know, I think that. Well, I mean, before I get, because I'm about to get into the whole thing, so I'll talk about my morning real quick. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I woke up this morning and I felt good. 
physically I started my cycle so I was just like okay word like we're here and I was like okay you know I'm in a lot of physical pain but I feel like really good and I felt really good last night I went to the gym I was with my sis shout out to Lori you know we were in the gym just chilling like well not just chilling we were working but (laughs) you know and uh that felt really good to get into that and um just like bring some physical movement into my body after a period of time that I felt like I've been stagnant so that felt really good for me and that waking up today I felt the difference of that so I felt my energy up in the morning I usually like want to just go back to sleep you Mm. know like I have no problem with just staying asleep like (laughs) once I'm off I'm up but like it's the initial like getting out of bed because I could easily go to sleep like at any point of the day even if I'm not tired like I could just like Oh, okay, like I could just go. Sleep. Once you lay in that bed, it's over. Yeah, you know? like once I get into a nook, like I was always the baby sleeping on all the jackets at the family parties. Mm-hmm. Like that was me. Like I, mm-hmm. I was always the baby. So like, I don't know. Sleeping's also been like a very big coping mechanism in my life. So if I'm like stressed out, something's going on in my life, like I could just go to sleep. Right. So it's comfort. You know, I find comfort in sleep. I find comfort in dreams. I find comfort in that. You know. Mm-hmm. So to wake up this morning and to. I, you know, I did, I had an early alarm, so I did hit that one and I did go back to sleep for a little bit, but I I was able to wake up and feel good off the rip rather than just kind of feeling that lingering, like, like I was like, nah, I want to get up. I'm excited for today. I'm excited for this podcast. So that's how my morning went. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's like what happened with everyone. That's here today, you know, yeah. like you just had that extra, like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. something to look forward to Little today. Um, Fia. And yeah. then it's such a beautiful day, too. Like, once I got in my car, I, I, once I walked out to go bring everything in my car, I was like, wow, mm-hmm. what a be- beautiful, beautiful day. Not too humid, like, really sunny, like, nice mm-hmm. out. So that's beautiful. I'm grateful for that. Grateful for the good weather, too. Like, you know, we're in New York, so very, very up and down, mm-hmm. very back and forth, you know. It's yeah. like, I feel like I, I thought I was moody, but then, you know, I start paying attention to New York weather. It's a whole other type of moody. <laughs> but, yeah, so as a July 5th human being, as we all are, right? So just to clarify, everybody who's tuning into this podcast, we all have the same birthday. Birthday is July 5th, right? right. We find it out in all different ways. It was interesting how we found out. You had pulled up to a moon ceremony. If you don't mind me asking, how did you hear about the moon ceremony? Uh, Emilio. Oh. Yeah, I met oh, Emilio. Yeah, yeah. I met Emilio 24 hours before the moon ceremony. Oh, yes, yes, yes. We got into okay. some deep conversations. Okay. And he said, you know, yeah, I'm hosting a full moon ceremony tomorrow. I said, what? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm there. Mm-hmm. And that's where, I, that's where I met you. That was in, what, 2017? Uh, or 2018? 17. Yeah. I want to say it was before 18, yeah. Okay. Wow. That's wild. Yeah. And then we, so we had them with ceremony, and then after, you and I were talking in front. Yeah. And I forgot you said something or this. I was like, oh, what's your sign? And you're like, Cancer. And I was like, I felt inclined to ask you your birthday. Uh, or you asked me my birthday. I don't remember exactly how it went, but we were in the front, like, what? <laughs> and then we started connecting other dots and realizing how we knew different people. And then we're just like, wow, this is crazy. You know, and that was like, I remember meeting you at that time in my life was, like, very significant for a lot of other things, too, and not just, like, the universe is interesting when I I find that when I've met, because I've met other people with our birthday, but, like, and it's always been at significant times, unless it's somebody I already knew, and then, like, I found out that we had the same birthday because, like, Facebook or something, I'm like, oh, that's crazy, I didn't even know that, you know? But people that I've, like, consciously met with our birthday, it's usually at really significant times, and I feel like when I met you, was like a time that I was like the universe was really pulling me back into myself 
So it's like meeting you was a reflection of that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I need to start focusing in on myself again because I was like really outside focused on like other things and other yeah. people and other yeah. stuff. You yeah, know nah, that I mean? was that was a moment for me too because I come from a background where I always felt like on Staten Island I didn't have this community of people that I was able to connect with on a spiritual level and talk about certain topics and do certain things with. So when I found, you know, that full moon ceremony at Zen Trading Post, I was like, whoa, I was blown away, you know, just by the energy and, and to have that space, right, where I can relate to the people there and immediately. I related to the people there. And I, I, it felt like home in a sense, right, immediately. Like, oh, my God, this is, yeah, this is dope that this exists because I was searching for it for many years living on Staten Island. Yeah. So that was dope when, the, you know, coming to that day, that was, that was fire. Well, shout out to that. Like, you just saying that is, like, you know, my prayer being filled in a really big way. Like, the whole reason I came back to Staten Island was to provide that, you know. Right, like, right, right. I moved to <laughs> Columbia, and I was like, I'm not trying to come back. Like, I'm just going to mm-hmm. stay out here. And I meditated and Spirit told me that I needed to come out to Staten Island and help cultivate literally just that, you know? And at the time, I was super shy, and I'm like, what do you mean me? Yeah. <laughs> me? Like, mm-hmm. I have to do this? That's a huge role in this. Yeah, you, like, spirit you've was grown. Like, you've grown tremendously since mm-hmm. then, so shout out to you. Shout out to you, too. <laughs> so it's same, same. It's, yo, it's a beautiful journey watching each other grow and to see that, yo, and, like, really grateful to have met you and, like, to continue our friendship in, in that way. It's really beautiful, and... It's been so awesome to meet you and, oh, you know, yeah. new friend here, like, new it's face. Like, awesome to meet you, too, yeah, man. Not nah, yeah. Even though we just met, like, right. it's like, you said something, like, it was significant to meet, like, and that, that happened with us. But, like, mm-hmm. even though that just happened with us, right. it is still significant because the first time we met is on this podcast. Mm. So yeah, like we I, just met. I know, yeah. <laughs> and met. I can already tell. I'm like, oh, yeah, this makes sense. This whole, <laughs> this whole podcast, it makes sense. Yeah, like, once, like, and then once we met, we met oh, at, yeah. the, at Lori's event. Yeah, Lori's event know? here um, next door at, um, she had an event going on. It was, like, a paint and puff type of thing. It was fun. You know, mm-hmm. I was with my friend Rangel, and, uh. I was just getting a feel for the room. Everyone was kind to themselves. I'm like, all right, yeah, let me just kick it with my friend. Mm-hmm. So we're painting, you know, we're chatting up, we're laughing. I'm telling him what I want to do, you know, here uh, in Staten. And then, you know, he's reciprocating that back. And then I remember you, as I was, like, finishing up my painting, you pulled up. You're like, oh, I love that painting. I'm like, oh, thank you. And, you know, and, like, we, you know, as cancers, we're just like, oh, that, that means a lot. And then you keep <laughs> pushing, you know, like. Yeah. Um, so then... Then, like, it was dying down, and I was I was asking Lori, you know, because she was cleaning up, you know. I was like, oh, you need help with anything? And then, like, I, I saw you were just hanging back. So then we just somehow started, started talking, you know. It's funny because, like, so for in, in my perspective, I'm, I'm chilling, and I, like, just finished my paint. And, like, you know, I don't really smoke like that, so I was, like, really, really high. And I was just, like, yeah. Yeah. I was just kind of, yeah. like, <laughs> I was, like, zoning in, you know. And, like, really feeling that, that uh, cannabis medicine in that mm-hmm. way. And, like, I turned and I looked and I seen your painting and I was like, yo, what is that geometrical stuff over there? <laughs> I was like, yo, what is that? And I was just like, I literally, like, went like that. And I looked and I was like, nah, I got to get closer. And I'm like, guys, <laughs> but I, I'm like, how do I communicate right now? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. <laughs> I no, got up, I walked over to you. That's a fact. When we like, talking. What? And then you right. flipped it. Because I was looking at it upside down because I would. And I was just <laughs> like, oh, my God, this is everything. And then he flipped it. I seen that there's a whole detailed samurai in this oh, yeah. painting. And I'm like, yeah. yo, what? <laughs> wait, yeah. hold on. It got better? <laughs> but wait, there's more? <laughs> like, Thank you. Yeah, and it's really dope. And then once we, like, you, like, swung around the bed, and I think y'all were leaving. Mm-hmm. And then we both were like, wait, wait, wait. Like yeah. we we're gonna, we didn't have a conversation, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and uh, that that was pretty cool. And we just started talking. Yeah, and it was just one of those moments where I feel like 
just like from hearing you guys talk about having that experience, it was like the same thing where you're just like, oh, wait, that spark of just like that connection that mm-hmm. you don't usually get. Mm-hmm. And then like we didn't even start talking about like the signs until we got deep into that convo. Mm-hmm. I was like, wait. What sign are you? Or was it Lori that brought it up? Was Lori was like... No, she wasn't there yet. Oh, okay, no, okay, yeah, okay. She didn't enter the conversation until we, like, were like, yo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you yeah, and yeah. I were right. like, we're July 5th and we're Colombian. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. what? <laughs> <laughs> How did crazy. this just happen? Right. And she's like, oh, yeah. I knew you t- two guys would link up. I knew mm-hmm. you two guys would meet. Mm-hmm. That was really... That was a really cool moment. And then, obviously, like, from there on, it was just, like... It was just dope just seeing us like just link up at certain events and Mm -hmm. it's just like yeah it's making sense now yeah absolutely and like the same thing kind of happening like realizing how we know people in the same circle yeah it's also from very separate like parts of of life too it's very interesting Mm -hmm. it's so interesting how like i kind of had the same experience with the both of you where it's like we know certain people that we are still in our lives and then we also know people that aren't in our lives anymore mm-hmm. for different reasons or who are in our lives or like maybe at a distance you know they I mean whatever yeah. the case is like it's just like pe- people that were like very significant particularly yes. in my life that right. i will say for the both of you guys like there's you know people that both of you guys know that were very significant to me that you know so it's interesting it was just very interesting Likewise. how i met y'all and then like it was just like you know, and then we have the connection of our birthday and just, like, the energy. And it's really cool because it's, like, it goes to show, like, when you meet people, you gravitate towards certain people for certain reasons. You know, whether that's your astrological twin or whether that's, you know, y'all just have chemistry on, on some kind of plane. Whether, you know, it doesn't have to necessarily be, I mean, it probably will boil down to astrology, but it doesn't have to be if that's yeah. not your thing, right? So it could be, like, you think the same or you think similarly or whatever the case is, you know, um... But there's a pull, like a magnetic pull, yeah. you know, with different people. And it's really cool to watch how that plays out and, like, the reasons why. And, you know, sometimes the pull is, like, really positive And it's, like, something that's, like, super good for you. And then sometimes it's not, you know. Right. Sometimes you have a magnetic hey. pull to, like, some kind of trauma bond, too, mm. you know. So it's interesting. It's re- I really appreciate. And it, now I feel like I'm really identifying, noticing the difference when it's a pull for that, like, in that uh, uplifting way. Right. Yeah. The discernment. The to discernment. be able to, to decide, okay, is this person really discernment. making me a better version of me? Yes. Mm-hmm. Or are they making me a worse version of me? Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and that skill to practice, the more mm-hmm. you meet people, so as you get older, you should be able to develop that discernment a little quicker, a little mm-hmm. snappier. So now I, I, I'm 28 now. Now I feel like just spending a, you know an hour with somebody, I can pretty much discern, will this person make me a better version of myself mm-hmm. or will they make me a worse version? Wow. Mm-hmm. And then I just use that as my discernment and then, bo- and then I act on it. And then it's like, oh, yeah, they're making me a better version of me. I, I need them around me as often as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. And let's walk towards the better versions of mm-hmm. ourselves. Absolutely. And now as I do that in more numbers, it's crazy what can be accomplished, you know, as long as people's goals and values and principles are aligned. Because mm-hmm. that's pretty much my discernment. Like, uh, right. That's like your template. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Criteria. That's like, really cool. Do they align with, you know, what I'm trying to accomplish in this life? Mm-hmm. To simply be a better me than 24 mm-hmm. hours ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wake up and be a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, it's, it's been it's been good. I've been getting I've been proud of myself. And I'm getting better at it. Yeah, you know? and yeah. then as I get better at it, the people are coming in more in numbers too. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. as I'm locking in on that, like I'm starting to realize the people that aren't making me better are just like disappearing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're yeah. just like falling out into Absolutely. the cracks. Like Absolutely, it's just like you 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 don't even have to do nothing, right. you know? And it's like, there's yeah. something that my homeboy always talks about is like, it's the Tao, you know, there's this whole philosophy. 
And if anybody listening, if y'all ever want to look into that, it's like you don't even have to do anything. It's like the power in non-action, right? Where it's like you notice and you're doing by internally noticing Mm -hmm. and doing. And within that, that, you don't have to physically do anything. You know, sometimes you do, obviously, but if it organically kind of presents itself, you don't have to go out of your way to force something. And, like, that's something that's been, like, a really like prevalent thing in like theme in my reality right now is just like allowing you know allowing mm-hmm. the flow of things surrendering surrendering right. yeah right. I'm, good. I'm good on that because any mm-hmm. energy you put towards that it's just gonna amplify it just feeds it it's just gonna exactly yeah. it's just gonna amplify mm-hmm. right so like you said you don't do anything you actually mm-hmm. step back make a u-turn mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah know what I mean? and, and continue to walk the way you were supposed to walk mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the way the universe tells you to walk right you know? and like the universe kind of lets you know too like with the experiences that you gain, whether they're positive or negative or just however they end up for you, you kind of, like, learn from that. And then, like you were talking about, just the experience and when you interact with people, you get this feeling where it's just like, oh, is this a bad thing? Even though I'm getting a good vibe, is this a bad thing? Because I've seen deception, you know. I've seen, you know, when Mm -hmm. people who are speaking to me, they don't even believe themselves, you know. Mm -hmm. Or they're trying to convince themselves of a certain, like, conviction and, and intention and, um, you know, like, it's just a learning process, and that just makes me want to just, like you said, just be the better version of yourself just because, like, you know, that's just good for your health. Mm-hmm. For sure. You know what and, I mean? And, and ultimately, that's the priority. Yeah. Your health. You know, yeah. Your mental mm-hmm. health, your spiritual health, your mm-hmm. physical health is the priority above all. And then all the other people should be uh, helping that, right? Should be helping uplift those oh, things, yeah. mm-hmm. right? And you should be uplifting them. It just right. becomes a, this ping pong mm-hmm. of, good, of goodness, whereas yeah. some people fall into the opposite, right? Some people... Uh, having bad habits and mm. the people around them are igniting those bad habits mm. through drug use or just eating behavior. Mm-hmm. Like Where do you think that comes from? Um, I think I think it's the vibrational frequency. It's just that if I'm not putting my mental health as a priority and my physical health, so I don't really care about it, so that's the frequency I'm rocking with. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. care. Therefore, the people around me is not going to care. That's Therefore, it, it strength in numbers. So now as a group, as a unit, we're not going to really care about those things therefore mm-hmm. we're not moving towards a common goal of mm-hmm. bettering ourselves yeah you know i try to simplify it like that on the second to second basis yeah you know, i'm talking about you know I'm, i might look at the next 10 minutes of my life and mm-hmm. go, what the hell can i do for the next 10 minutes yeah. of my mm-hmm. life to make my environment better for me and everyone in this facility everyone that's around me every, you know just on a small basis because then those add up those are compound effects you do that for a year and you look back and, you know, what you've accomplished and what you've done in a year, it's crazy. It's really you beautiful, know, too, because that, that whole, like, um, algorithm is really good f- to uh, kind of offset uh, overwhelm when you're focusing on the little on the little time periods rather than, okay, what am I going to do today? What if I'm overwhelmed with my whole day? Okay, what am I going to do in an hour? Maybe I'm overwhelmed in an hour. What am mm-hmm. I going to do in this moment right now? You know, what am I doing next five minutes, next seven minutes? You know, it's like, so doing that, that's that, you know. Yeah, it's anxiety. People, people, you know, I feel like people struggle with anxiety now more than they ever have. Absolutely. Depression and anxiety is at an all-time high. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just based off my 28 years of existence, I've just seen an all-time high of people that are depressed and have anxiety. Well, they're open to it now, right? Well, yeah, I think it's based off what you said, just not being able to simplify, break down what can I do right now in this Mm -hmm. present moment, right, to maintain peace, you know. What also, giving the added pressure of everything that's going on in society in the past two years has yeah. been super amplified. Doesn't I mean, coronavirus, yeah. one, one, three, mm-hmm. help. definitely doesn't, doesn't. doesn't help all the external things, but that's mm-hmm. external. You know, mm-hmm. That's external. As long as we look here, 
we'll be good. They mm-hmm. can't yeah. take this. Yeah. They can't right. take th- this whole area. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. just comes with learning, like, that you can't control anything. I mean, right. that's what my mom always mm-hmm. tried to tell me. I'm like, no, There's I have to do. That. Yeah. yeah. That's a powerful statement from Mama Dude. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. Right. There's a lot of power in that. You know? mm-hmm. Absolutely. I have a very stoic mind state of looking at things, and, and the idea of stoicism is to really focus on anything you can control and disregard everything you can't control. Mm-hmm. Right? Put all your energy on the things you can control and attack it full force. Yeah. And that leaves no energy left for the things you can't control. I don't even mm-hmm. have energy to entertain those things because mm-hmm. I'm so focused on what can I do. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's a good system. Yeah. yeah. It's an operating system, exactly. Yeah. It's just an operating system. Yeah. And then whatever comes your way, like that, like, you know, like. Yeah, I battle you, it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> you you leave that open because yeah. you already gave, like you said, you just gave that energy to whatever you had to do in that moment. Everything Even else. if it wasn't the right move for you, it was the right move in a way, you That's know? Right. That's a fact. Yeah. yeah. So question, y'all. What's up? What has it been like on your birthdays? How do you celebrate or not celebrate your birthdays? How does your birthday, how does that normally, like, what do y'all do about mm. it? <laughs> I don't know. Like, my, my family's, like, they're into, like, parties and celebration. So, like, and I moved one, um, out of my out of my house when I was 18. So, um now that i'm about to turn 21 it's always just been like oh i haven't been like kind of like by myself i always like either celebrate with my, with my family or my friends so now it's like hmm like maybe i should experiment so like i think last year i just did nothing like I, you know i just had a time just to like chill you know my parents you know they wanted me to like oh you know you should do this you should do that. i'm like no i just want to i want to chill on my porch and i just want to like appreciate that i'm alive you know mm-hmm. what i mean like because like you know that celebration you know even though it's good it, and it's like for everybody and that's what you kind of want to it's not just about you and but like it's okay that when it's just like now about the flash yeah mm-hmm. yeah what about you i mean it's interesting because we're the day after the fourth of july so fourth mm-hmm. of july is lit yeah <laughs> you know right yeah so everyone's trying to have a barbecue everyone's mm-hmm. trying to light some things up mm-hmm. and that's not really my personality to begin with i'm not really into the partying and the blowing things up type of vibrations <laughs> so i just kind of be there you know you're gonna you gonna and it's your birthday at midnight yeah so everyone, you know sometimes you get the oh it's your birthday right oh mm-hmm. man <laughs> happy birthday yeah <laughs> Literally, um, but yeah. as far as like the actual day of my birthday you know it's i always try to chill you know i always just try to chill i don't want to do too much i just you know my, my parents make it a point to you know do the birthday cake there yeah and that's mm-hmm. you know that's dope because it's love. It's a tremendous mm-hmm. amount of just love beaming through the room, right? Mm-hmm. Your parents are wishing you a happy birthday. Yeah. Uh, it's an amazing thing uh, to have parents that are present and, yeah. and, and to want to do those things for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, but I'm always on that. I've always been on that energy of like, yo, I just want to, let me just relax. I ain't trying to, you know, go, go crazy. It's another year, right? you know, mm-hmm. we're moving up. We're moving up. Um, and you're, you said you're about to be 21? Yeah. Yeah, so you were about to enter a, a cool decade. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, 20 to 30, I always call it the defining decade. Mm-hmm. It really just defines where we're going or the journey we're, we're, we're choosing to take in life. So, yeah, that's, that's dope that you're answering that, you know. Appreciate that, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My birthday's coming up soon, so. Mm-hmm. It definitely is. <laughs> It's coming up real quick this year, I feel like. I'm yeah. like, yo, oh, my goodness. Like, a few people ask me, you know, what, like, what are you doing for your birthday? And I'm like... What day is it? I'm like, oh, it's like end of May already. Like, yeah, bro, I thought May just started. That's mm-hmm. crazy. You know, like for me, I, I relate to the both of you guys like in different ways, and like 
for me for my birthday, uh, you know, also because July 5th, right, you know, day after 4th of July, when I was younger, it was always like this, like I would have or want to have a party because that's what I thought you should have because, you know, you grow up and like you send out the invitations in your class, you know, like whatever the case is, but like I always had the reoccurring theme of like not a lot of people being able to come to my parties because, you know, either parents are hungover and no one wants to drive them or, and then when I got older, it was more so like everybody's hungover, nobody really wants to do it, (laughs) you know what I mean? And um, so I didn't, like, I had to go through this um, kind of process. Also, like, on an astrological note, I have a Libra moon. So kind of just to put, like, a, you know, my uh, mental and, like, the way I emotionally process also into our, because, you know, we're all July 5th, but we all have our unique charts, right? Mm. So my Libra moon is very, like, people-pleasing. Something I had to deal with in my life is, like, finding the balance and also looking at every single point of view. Mm-hmm. So um, I was always very accommodating and I realized like I wanted to have a party because I, th- I thought I wanted to have a party, but really I wanted to have a party for other people. Mm-hmm. And then once I started like sitting with that and like, you know, it, it hurts your feelings when you don't have people show up to your party. Yeah. Right. So like I had that experience over and over again. And then, but that was really, once again, the universe, whether I knew it, whether it was me when I was younger to teenage years, like it was that kind of light being shown on me. Like, well, what do you want to do to celebrate your birth? Like, what do you want to do to celebrate your life? Like, how are you celebrating your life? You know, but I didn't get the message. I like, like swiped the message off many times for many yeah. years, you know? And then I would just, you know, like it was talking about like hop on the curtails of the 4th of July. But then I think 4th of July, once everyone would be like lit and be like, oh yeah, it's your birthday. I'm like, oh God, like, yeah. now all the attention's on me. Like, mm-hmm. oh no, like I'm at this party and now all the attention's on me. I did not prepare for this, you know? Like that's why I went to some random party because I didn't expect, you know, mm-hmm. whatever the case was. Um, And I'd say 2020 was like the first year that I really, really took, um, matters into my own hands and like and worked with what I can control right so the year before that and the few other years before that it's like I always had like this expectation or this hope and I guess it was like almost like an external thing like all right well what's going to be set up for me right and then 2020 I'm like well what am I going to set up for myself right Right? and in 2020 I went I booked an Airbnb at this uh uh, treehouse upstate by myself, That's lit. had a ceremony, like I gave myself the amount of attention mm-hmm. and nurture and care. And like when I tell you when I sat with this, like the, in, with this medicine, this space and and the land and just like saying to the land, I built a fire on my own. I just I, I got lost in the woods. I found myself in the woods. Like That's so crazy. many very like um, very deep things happened for me. And then by the end of the night, there was like the swing set and I was just swinging on the swing set like a little kid like just so much joy and like i was so grateful that i gave myself that Mm -hmm. experience i was like yo i really love me like i did a video blog Uh, i eventually i've been debating on like releasing it for a long time (laughs) well two years but it's like very very uh vulnerable and intimate in my brain like not that this isn't because this certainly is but you know like now you're adding psilocybin so it's like really like Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know a whole other lens I talk about some topics, so I might just put it out. I might just cut, chop it up a little bit. But knowing me, I don't chop it up. I just usually po- post things as is, just like this podcast, you know, because the perfectionistic tendencies will come in. And it'll never come out. Wow. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> but yeah, like that, you know, and then last year was the complete opposite of that. 
you know, last year, Kenny was like, yo, like, you gonna do a party here? And I'm like, what? <laughs> He's like, yeah, you should celebrate your life here. Like, do that. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I feel like I might. And yeah. it was like the first year that I really felt like I had such incredible solid friends around me. And yeah, like, yeah, it was, yeah. yo, last year, like my birthday party was the best birthday party like I ever could imagine and give myself. And I didn't even know I wanted it anymore. Mm -hmm. But that's usually how it happens. Mm -hmm. You know, like when you, when you're like, okay, with whether, whatever happens, that's usually when you get exactly what that part, like my inner child was so nourished in that party. You know, it was an anime party. Like it was really oh, dope. Wow. Like it was so cool. And like, there was like a jar for if you wanted to set, cause it was a new moon. So it was like last year on our birthday. So it was like, oh, if wow. you want to set an attention or a full moon, I might've been a full moon either way. It was one of them. And like there was a jar there in dissolvable paper. So you wrote and then you put it into the water. So it was cool. It was like a little bit for everybody. You know, there was food. Like shout out to Lori and shout out to, you know, all the girls, like and all the people in general that helped set it up to Kenny and everybody. Like that was so, so, so nourishing. And I'm so grateful for it. But like coming on this year, I'm like, I don't even know because I had two extremes. You know what I mean? Like I was by myself, by myself, by myself. And then last year, I was like, you know, everybody. Like, and it, it was pouring that night, too. Like, it was, like, pouring. It was like a storm. Everyone showed up. Like, everyone who was supposed to be. So it was really cool. You brought up, you brought up uh, when you were by yourself, you had this immense moments of joy. Mm -hmm. and I, you know, I just think it's important that we, you take that with you everywhere you go. Mm -hmm. You know, those, that moment, that, that, that feeling, we just carried, I think, in the bag. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So now mm -hmm. through any birthday, you can you can reflect and go, yeah, you know, I remember when I actually nourished myself and I had these, these feelings, these emotions of mm -hmm. joy. Yeah, that's like in your cookie jar, you know? You can just mm -hmm. go, when things are going a little haywire, and you, Absolutely. Know, you can just go into your cookie jar. Like, you know what? I went to a treehouse by myself, held it down, mm -hmm. you know, swung on a swing set. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, it was great. You use that, you know, you use mm -hmm. that as, as, a, as a weapon of joy. Absolutely, and that's so beautiful that, like, you can go back into those versions of yourself. You know, my elder talks about that a lot, like, when you're he'll like kind of refer to it in certain things with like um with different parts of our lives whether it's in ceremony or you know different things like you could always go back to this place mm -hmm. you know you could always go back to this sweat like you could always be there again like if you need it you could always go back to like the woods and you could be there if you need it yeah. just go back into your mind and then you take that and you put it into your heart yeah. you know and you just kind of like place it and like ground yourself back in the memories of like what you've done rather than um navigating off the yearning of what you could have mm -hmm. you know it's like appreciation it's mm -hmm. gratitude appreciation, yeah. and just using that you know like I, like you said like as a weapon of defining joy defining yourself you know you're defining mm -hmm. yourself in those moments mm -hmm. and, and defining yourself in a positive and uplifting yeah. way the same mm -hmm. way we should be positive and uplifting towards each other we need absolutely to uplifting towards ourselves in those moments mm -hmm. adversity you know distraughtness and the, the, all the things that we can't control that happens mm -hmm. to us you know a death in the family or Anything, you know, that has this feeling, ah, this overwhelming black cloud, yeah. we need to go back to those states, you know, that we know we can enter. We know we can be with these moments of joy, these moments of love, these moments mm -hmm. of peace. Like, we need to har harvest that energy, you know? Mm -hmm. Right, yeah, and you, you sometimes forget that, like, during the year, you know? And then once it's your birthday, it's, like, that time of, like, what you guys are talking about, I'm, like, kind of getting, like, reflection, mm -hmm. you know? And just, like, looking within and just, like, taking it on. Like, oh, wow, like, when I was, like, 20 i was just like i was at this point in my life and i was doing all these types of things and then like you know i didn't expect it to go and end up in this spot where i'm at now but like you kind of like you know you just appreciate like oh like remember that time when i did this and that and then you do that 
on that same day, you know? Yeah. And you just kind of, like, yeah. take it all in. Because, yeah. like, it's, it's gratitude. Like you said, yeah. appreciation. Gratitude, yo, gratitude is the key to it all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, without gratitude, we're done. We're just going to be looking. We're constantly searching for answers. Mm-hmm. Searching mm-hmm. for Everything reasons. outside of ourselves. Searching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you just forever search, you know, until you come right. to that into that alignment of gratitude, you know, and I get the gratitude just looking at the trees, just looking up at the sky, like, just, just thank, thank you, appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm breathing, cool, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that power of a thank you, to mm-hmm. other human, thank you for being here, thank you for being you, like, you can never get enough of that. Yeah. We, can con- we don't run out, we can constantly put that out into the world. Yeah. yeah. That, you know, everybody, for everybody, from all, from all walks of life, you know, that we encounter, that, that, that sense of gratitude, that mm-hmm. everything, everything. Absolutely. And it's like sometimes like I feel like when we get caught up in like the overwhelm and everything like you're everything is like outside of ourselves, you know, and then sometimes it's within ourselves, too, because we do have overwhelm with things within ourselves. And um, it's important. You know, I feel like some people have resistance to like keywords like gratitude, like meditation, like yeah. peace, like yeah. sit with that, like, pre- like be present. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like it's like it's generic corny. or corny what or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, because people have resistance to it because, yeah. I, and I think that it comes from um, a lack of understanding the embodiment of that, and also the saturation of a bunch of people who are saying that without the embodiment of it. Yeah. So it's like you know, words are so limiting, right? Mm-hmm. And the way that like some people, you know. You're, it's it's really up to people growing their discernment because like one person could say the same statement you said and it will not slap because they're not living it mm-hmm. but because you said it and you're living it mm-hmm. that shit slaps mm-hmm. you know what I mean like and I, I say that I talk about that a lot with everything it comes up a lot with my friends in the music industry when I talk about different things a lot of for whatever reason a few of my friends who are in the music industry will like ask me like yo like what do you think about this song like send me like a sample like what do you think about this what do you think about that i'm like my guy like are are you open to like actual criticism like are you open to like where are you at with it do you want me to just hype you up like because i can tell you the good things but do you want all you know once i discern like how open they are to whatever it is it's almost like a vibe check in the sense of like all right well when you were singing about the things you experienced in your life i was so with you and then you started talking about money and getting girls and all this stuff and you lost me because you low-key aren't doing any of those things like you're in a relationship you're you know you're you have a humble job you know like it's like i can relate to that tremendously mm -hmm. right you know that that music it's great it's one thing about talking about it like when you're like futuring right when you're like okay i'm i'm manifesting or like all this that's coming to me and all this that's that and like the reason why you're saying it right If that's aligned, you can do that in a really beautiful sure. way. You can literally design and manifest your entire life and more, you know, with with doing that and putting that energy out, right? But when you're just, like, like uh, looking outside, like, glorifying just the general things, now you're just, it's just the same sound bouncing off of things that's everywhere, so it's not actually permeating. Yeah. You know. Well, I think that ties back to like speaking your truth. Even if you're like, mm-hmm. if you have like, like if you're an actor or like I don't know, like an artist, a musical artist, and you're like in this sort of character type of thing. Yeah, if it's a concept. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, then then you know that, and it's like Correct. you, like you have That's to keep that in mind. You know, it's like okay, well, even though this isn't me and this isn't what I'm saying, like I know why I'm doing this. Right. It's either yes. just to get paid, feed intention. myself, exactly. yeah, or you mm. know, just to have fun. Um, but I totally relate to that because I think. It's almost like um, 
whether you receive it or you know you're giving it to someone else like that knowledge that truth like some people can't handle that Mm -hmm. you know some people are not ready for that Mm -hmm. you know and depending on how you're raised and who you're around you have this kind of like experience i know i know i'm speaking from a place as an artist but like you know just from just like that self-criticism as well like there's a lot of things that key into when you want to let someone know how you actually feel about what they're doing and like you know, and, like, that all ties into play, and you just kind of, like, can't overcomplicate it, I feel like, because I know that's what happens to me. I kind of, like, overcomplicate them, like, oh, I don't know what to really say to this person. You know, I don't want to hurt their feelings, but then I don't want to, like, prevent them, like, from, like, keep moving the way they're moving. Mm-hmm. So, like, it is just a kind of, like, it's almost that, that, that check. And it's like, well, like, how honest do you want me to be? Can I, can I let you know something? Mm-hmm. Like, like don't take this the wrong way. Asking consent is a huge thing. It's, like, yeah. asking consent because then you could literally discern whether – that person's actually asking you what they're asking you or mm-hmm. if they're just asking you for something else and they don't know how to how to put it. Like, if somebody's not in a great mindset and it's like, yo, like, straight up, if I'm in a space where I feel, like, really vulnerable, actually, I can't even use myself as an example because even if I'm very vulnerable, I'm like, not give it to me straight. Yeah. I want all of it. <laughs> like, yeah. don't sugarcoat it. You know what I mean? But um, some people, it's, it's really, it's important to know um, and, you know, I also need to do better with that myself, actually. Now that I'm speaking on it, I could also identify, like, you know, there's sometimes maybe when I'm really overwhelmed with things, right? And it's like, maybe I'm not super open to the criticism in that moment, but I can go back to it when I am. So when I communicate to someone, hey, like, what's your views on this? You know, I'm kind of in a sensitive space, you know, I'm an artist, I'm sensitive about my shit, yeah. right? You know, when you're in that space, you could just be honest with yourself, get the feedback you need, feel empowered, then when you feel empowered in that way by being reaffirmed of what you're doing, because when you're constantly a critic in your head, like everything I'm doing isn't good enough. And then someone even puts the inclination of the feeling of that. Yeah. It could be extremely discouraging, which then counteracts what you're trying to do and even getting feedback. Not that you, you should base. Yeah. It can break you down. Exactly. If you got a significant other, that's somebody, mm-hmm. you, somebody you, that you allow to come in your circles mm-hmm. in that vulnerable state of mind they could break you down with one little criticism because mm-hmm. you you value what they say yeah mm-hmm. you can and say you ain't shit oh it's mm-hmm. over yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just lost yeah. a month of your life right? <laughs> a month of depression just, yeah. over, just over you ain't shit <laughs> yeah black. exactly you know and saying? it's it's just about being honest about that because at the end of the day everyone's like well don't let what other people's words define you and yo absolutely that's the goal the goal yeah. is to not is to define yourself mm-hmm but we're human. We're having an experience. We're not going to be born with that, like, in the bag. Like, we have to yeah. work on that, right? We mm-hmm. have to chisel yep. our sculpture and fine-tune it and, like, sand it and make it smooth. Like, it's not yeah. just going to come out like a work of art. you got to really put that time into molding ends. it. It never ends. Yeah, you can always look at art and be like, I'm, I'm going to add a little yeah, that, a little this. Right. Take that away. Because even when people, like, put you onto something and you may not realize it or not, but, like, they're like, hey, you need to, you know... you." keep in mind this or like uh, you know it's not good the way you're moving or like you should keep that in mind at mm-hmm. first you can either just be like oh okay you know like i'll keep that in mind or you can be super hesitant and be like nah they're they're crazy fuck that like mm-hmm. but then you know like you said that just stays with you and then you kind of have to have these moments where you're just like well let me just check almost like every part of myself yeah. and what i'm doing mm-hmm. like are they right are they valid or are they, are they doubting me mm-hmm. and you kind of discern that where like you know there's maybe some truth you know because like i'm often finding myself in a place especially now where it's just like i understand what you're coming from you're not wrong with what you're trying to convey but that's just maybe maybe what i not need I, I can't hear that right now you know like i need to maybe experience it or mm-hmm. i just don't believe that that's not my truth and right. i maybe have right. to prove you wrong right 
Right. And sometimes you need right. to hear things too. to know what yeah. you actually want to. Like it's like I'm I've been infamous for this. My my mom and my sisters kind of test. Like they constantly like, why are you even asking me? Right? Because I'll be like, do you like this outfit? Like should mm-hmm. I wear this outfit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, no. <laughs> or like yes. And I'm like, oh, okay. And like as regardless of what they say, I just I, I just needed to like say it out loud yeah. and then once it's like when you flip in a coin you know what you actually want right yeah. so yeah. when someone's like nah i don't like that outfit you're like but i do yeah. like why would you not like this outfit <laughs> like, you yeah. know what i mean like so it's like feedback it's important for us to not like take in feedback entirely right where it's like we just go straight to our heart when we like take it it's like what a yeah. grain of soul you know i have it like you know have the feedback come here and we check it like a file and we say thank you and we put it right there but we don't mm-hmm. internalize the feedback because yeah. no feedback mm-hmm. good feedback bad feedback can all thrive in different ways like when we're getting all the good feedback now it's validating us now we might not validate ourselves as much when right. we're getting bad feedback that could be uh almost like a self-sabotaging mechanism survival mechanism that's feeding us invalidating ourselves all the time so that's feeding the, the negative aspect right and then the no feedback I know at times in my life where I'm like, I don't want any feedback. Like, I took the comments off my shit. I took, you know, the yeah. the likes off the thing. Yeah, like, I, I want it. no feedback. Right. I want to hear anything, actually. Yeah. I'm not even trying to do that. But even in that place, it was control. Mm-hmm. It was a great stepping stool from wanting all of the feedback. But it was the extremes. And now I'm kind of in the place where, like, I'll ask for it if I want it. If I don't ask for it, I don't want it. If you give it to me anyway, I understand that's you. And not understanding boundaries or proper like communication tools, and I'm not gonna take that to heart. So I'm not gonna take it personal. I'm just gonna be like, oh, yeah, I didn't really ask for that, but cool. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I can attest to that. Yeah. <laughs> I can definitely relate to that. <laughs> uh-huh. And it changes, like you said, it, it's, it's not linear. You know, mm-hmm. it's not linear versus flow. Absolutely. Flow, this feedback control. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I can definitely attest to that for sure. Yeah. Nah, that's really cool. Uh, it's it, like just just looking through the different themes and stuff. You know, I asked you guys, what are the themes in your life? And uh, I know you said it, innovative exploration. Mm-hmm. And Appreciate you said that. service. Yeah. I said embodiment, you know. And um, if you would have asked me at any other time in my life, I probably would have said death and rebirth. That's what I would have said for sure. I almost had to stop myself from saying that. But I'm like... But there's a part in between that. It's called embodiment. That's the chapter we're at now. We don't mm-hmm. have to just change. You know, we're all born on the fifth, right? So five numerology is all about change. Mm. You know, the amount of fives in this in this day has been absurd. Mm-hmm. I didn't even intentionally put us on the fifty fifth episode, but yet here we are, right? Because that just happened naturally. I thought that was when I was, I was like, oh, fifty fifth. You know, it's mad. Fu- it's like, mad <laughs> funny because I guess it, whether it was subconscious or whatever the case was, literally, like it was. I looked when I was making the flyer. I was like, 54th, 55th, 55th, what? Oh. 25th. Uh, and then on, exactly. That's yeah. where I was going. I'm like, May 25th. Oh, okay, cool. I, you know, I, we're I here. Yeah, 25th. 25th. And then once, once Charlie, shout out to Charlie being here in the studio. Like once Charlie came to the equation, now it's five people in the studio. Uh, That's wow. what I turned around when uh, I came back from the, from the makeover turn around. I was like. The amount of fives are ridiculous. And then I just tied my 555 necklace on myself and I was like, yo. Uh, <laughs> but it's it's crazy. You know, I know a lot of people and I, before we kind of get into, um, you know, uh, the topic of, of themes, I just want to shine light on this one particular thing because it's something that we were talking about before. Um, 
I know right now there's like a huge saturation with angel numbers, right? You might call them angel numbers, numerology. Everybody has a necklace that has numbers on it. Yeah. Everybody's getting tattoos that have it on it. Yeah. And most people aren't really um, understanding what it means and how much they change, you know? Um, so sometimes we see 111 because we're supposed to like initiate something or, you know, get that affirmation or whatever the case is. And, you know, then you might not see 111 anymore. And then you get 111 and like you're looking at it and that could be reflective of a certain time, which it could be good. And at the end of the day, I don't want to put, bring down anybody who is making the decisions. You make your decisions and that's, and that's incredible. My only intention of speaking on this topic right now is to help um, share my perspective of what I've learned when it comes to like numerology and seeing these things. And a lot of times when things are trending, a lot of people are working. Whenever we're doing anything, we're alchemizing our life whether we're consciously aware of it or not. So like when we're fixating on these numbers, I just want to also put a big discernment on 555 and what fives are. I'm talking about fives here a lot, mm -hmm. but I'm not doing it lately. We've been born with five. We will not escape five <laughs> for this lifetime, right? But that's okay, right? Because, you know, five is changed. We have been born to be afraid of change when you're a baby you come out the womb you're crying because you're like what is this i'm not inside a body anymore I'm crying change right the first experience we're afraid of change now we're like okay well i guess i need to eat like i'm afraid of change i need to, I need to change my diaper like, all these different things like change change and there's these reactions that come to it now because of societal pressure emotions things like that uh being demonized Crying gets looked at as negative. We associate with change, with crying, negative emotion, which isn't. doesn't have to be. Change can be really good. Now, as people who are born on the fifth, we innately are going to change every space we walk into, whether we're conscious of it or not. So to identify, and this goes for anybody who was born on the fifth, or if you add up to your numbers on your birthday and it, go, and it equals to five, this applies to all of y'all and then, you know, you get into numerology and like other things and you might have five, like your life path. So this will probably apply to you as well. To have a main theme as, as change. Cause like, you know, we have our themes, our like, our like main theme, one of the main themes in our lives is going to be change for each of us. And that's something that I've gone back and forth with struggling with. And it's brought different things of, out of me, fear-based things, um, or over-exaggerating things. I went through a, a big stage of like being like, yeah, change. Like I'm here for change all the time where I was changing too many things. Mm -hmm. Like there was nothing consistent, nothing firm because everything was changing all the time. I think that there's a lot of power in understanding the medicine of change and um, knowing that if you have the awareness that you're going to change something that you're involved in, you can set the intention of how you want it to change because you're going to change it if you, you and you you came on the podcast right somehow it's changing because of the essence of both of you guys on here you know what i mean it's going to bring you a as different well. essence yeah and like it's and the same thing is everything that we collaborate with right you know like everything that every artist you work with every artist you work with every business innovator every partnership you go into every friendship you go into you're going to invoke change. Mm -hmm. So it's good to be conscious of it mm -hmm. because something that I know like gets to me a lot is that just like wherever is this in change, so are people. 
and we have a lot more experience. I feel like I'm not going to speak for everybody. I think we have a lot, a lot of experience in this lifetime with change because of literally how we were born, mm-hmm. how de- by design. And it's really important for us not to take it personally because literally existing before we even say words in a space can cause people to be uncomfortable because we are changing it vibrationally. You're walking in, you just had yoga, you go into a cafe, people are grumpy because whatever, it's Monday. People might get irritated with the fact that you exist because you're in the space pumping out like, yeah, just yoga, my cheese. I'm like, what? Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. To not take that personal. To let that feedback sit even if it's not vocalized. And the same thing go- the same thing goes with you and anything, same thing goes with me. I'm saying this to you and y'all, and, like, I didn't realize how much I needed to hear that because, you know, yeah. like, a lot of times, it's crazy because, like, even in relationships and friendships, like, you'll get into arguments or you go into different experiences and, like, you notice, I don't know if y'all ever heard this statement, but, like, why are you trying to change me? Or, yeah. like, why are you trying to, right? You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Like, like, <laughs> right, plenty of times. <laughs> and the thing is, is, like, there's been Damn. times where I've actively tried to change people. Me that too. was in my big codependent space. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Facts. I'm like, Should yo, you charged. know what? Like, you're doing great. I see your potential. I can oh, help yeah. coach you get there. Right. Like, you know? yeah. And it's like, oh, y'all didn't even have a conversation about this, but you had the conversation. Yeah. And you're like, you know what? We're going to make this blueprint. I'm your coach yeah. now. But then you're not that partner. Then you're not that friend anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then you're not that coworker. You know? Unless you're the boss, then, that, then that's right. Well, that's <laughs> you know where what blurred I mean? lines happen. You know, mm-hmm. unless you you're intentful and you say mm-hmm. all right this is what we are and we're not this exactly but if you don't do that mm-hmm. ooh. then it gets yeah. wow, then it gets crazy and then <laughs> there's so much like then because now there's a pressure now whether we realize it or not we're actually projecting onto that person the way that they could be internalizing it mm. is like i'm not good enough mm-hmm. i'm not good enough and this person doesn't actually want me i have to constantly change to do it but at the end of the day the reality is whoever we especially when it comes to people we date Whoever we date is going to have to consistently change. But the healthy thing is they got to do it for themselves. Period. Period. Like, they got to <laughs> yeah. do it for themselves. The thing that we need to remember is we can't consciously make them our project. We need to just make yeah. ourselves our project. I had to learn that shit the mm-hmm. hard way. Me too. Over and over and over again. So <laughs> kept punching me in the face until yeah. I had to learn the lesson. Mm-hmm. Yo, you know like, I'm glad I learned it, but that's real <laughs> shit right there. I definitely yeah. relate to that fully. And just the idea of change. What, that whole change thing, you, for sure. Like, my whole life is predicated on change. Absolutely. Like, I grew up in a neighborhood that was predominantly black, you know, really low income, and changed to a predominantly white, very high income. Mm-hmm. Right? And that was a big, whoa, you know, as a young, at a young age. Mm-hmm. That still affects my life to this day. A lot of all everything you just said regarding change, yeah, I can relate to that tremendously. My jobs have changed. You know, my nickname is Steve Jobs to some people because my <laughs> jobs have changed <laughs> tremendously throughout the years. Trying to change people, having learned that lesson, mm-hmm. like you said, treating people like a project. Yep. And you got to change them to become, uh, you know, what you decide is a better version of themselves. How dare you? It's, yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's <laughs> very crazy narcissistic. When you actually, yeah, when you actually separate yourself and realize, like, I look, I reflect at different times in my life, different relationships like, in the in the time that I was in them where I'm like, yo, I was doing everything. I was so amazing. Yeah. I was like, what do you mean? Yeah. I was so emotionally yeah. available. I was yeah. taking care of them. I was yeah. doing all of the things. And then that feeling of not being good enough comes oh, out. Oh, yeah. And yo, and that's, that's, and that's yeah. the crazy... Yo, it's the crazy thing because it's like... Yo, 
we, whether, you know, I speak for myself, I didn't realize that I was literally making people or my partners or my friends or my family members or whoever I was interacting with feel like they're not good enough because I was always trying to change them because of how I wanted them to be. Right. And in return, I was feeling like I was not good enough. Like, yeah. it's yeah. crazy. Because you didn't see it's, it's yeah. wild. It's wild. And then, it's wild. yo. It is wild. <laughs> it's it like wild. Um, yeah. a paradox, you know? Yes. Yeah. And you got to, like, that's, you, you mentioned before, you got to, like, make it clear to them. Like, look, this is all I'm trying to do. Like, and I, now, like, I kind of learned, like, especially once, I mean, COVID, you know, like, you kind of had to, like, stay inside, and, like, whoever you were surrounded by, like, those were your day ones, that's where you had to, like, you know, like, make sure y'all were good, and then, like, especially how, you know, like you said, I'll speak for myself, but, like, just by hearing how you guys are talking, I know it's the same way, where it's just, like, you want the best for everybody, you know, yeah. that, because, like, yeah. your, your, sp- your circle's so small yeah. that, like, whoever's in it, they're your ride or die. And yeah. I make sure everybody knows that with me. So, yeah. like, you know, <laughs> you know, my bros, my cousins, like, they're like, like, Danny, like, you need to chill. Yeah, like, chill he's there. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it's just like, I'm sorry, but this is just how I speak to myself because I, yeah. and then it goes back to intention and how you speak and, like, how you, the criticism and, mm-hmm. like, you know. Because, like, it is about the self when you're act, you're kind of projecting that onto them. Because, like, you have this, like, kind of, like, voice. I don't, th- I don't think of it as, like, a, like, um, angel, like, devil type of shoulder type of thing. I think of it more so just, like, who's speaking to me right now within myself. Mm-hmm. And, like, a lot of times, like, the, sh- the loudest one is, like, the one right behind my ear. Just, like, telling me, like, how to act and how to be. And I try to fight that, you know. But then... That comes out sometimes when you want to help somebody. So, like, it is definitely just, like, kind of keeping yourself in check. Like, well, am I just saying this for them, for me, how I want to see them, how mm-hmm. I want them to react to me, you know? Like, I think you, I think what I've learned is lead by example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? So, instead of you, instead mm-hmm. of you, you know, trying to tell somebody, listen, this is what you got to do, blah, blah, blah. No, you just go and do it and let mm-hmm. that person see. Because now mm-hmm. your actions are going to hit way harder than your words mm-hmm. ever will. So you talking about yo? You gotta you know you should go to the gym blah blah blah. And if you ain't you just you need to be going. Mm-hmm. So I've just been diverting instead of projecting myself onto people. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out what do I do? What do I do this morning? Okay, what do I do this afternoon? What mm-hmm. do I do this evening? Do I read that book? Do I do I do this now? People start to gravitate. That's embodiment. That. Yeah. That's embodiment. embodiment. That's literally right. embodiment. Exactly. And it's like that's that's so. Absolutely, like you, the what's the, what's the word? Like uh, you can lead a horse to water, but yeah, you know, I'm, you know, I love that cliche shit because it's funny. It's cliche, but it's all so truthful. Yeah. The older you get, the more you're like, yo, I fucking understand that shit now. <laughs> you like, you know what that your, your auntie, you know, your uncle, you know, whoever hits. it was, I was saying that shit is like you like hits. yo. That cliche shit hits. It it's does. It's it's, it's said for a reason. Yeah, it's yeah, said for it's a been reason. Said for many years. Mm-hmm. And generations. the older you get, the more, I mean, you know, I would like to believe everybody is in this way, but, like, you you simplify things more. You're like, yo, like, it's like, why why am I carrying, you know, a fraction where I could, like, kind of, you know, condense it down to, like, a bigger fraction? Why do I need to carry all these pieces when I carry, like, one, two pieces? That's you know? definitely like, where I'm at in life. Simplification. Mm-hmm. That's definitely where I'm at. What am I trying to do? Okay, what steps do I need to accomplish it? Okay, mm-hmm. that's what I'm for. Who's down for the cause? Who's mm-hmm. down for that? Who's genuinely down to help me achieve these things? Mm-hmm. How can I help them achieve the things they're trying to achieve mm-hmm. together, co- cohesively, making cohesive ideas come to life? And uh, I think I can impact you know the world at a greater scale. Because at the end of the day, I'm looking for impact. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you talked about themes. My theme is change. Service, you know, change. Yeah. <laughs> Talking impact, change. I love that. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. My theme was service. So, mm-hmm. you know, everything I embody now from work to just living revolves around service, right? I want to serve artists. You know, I started a record label, I manage an artist. Congratulations. So, so, thank you. Right. Um, I want to serve artists. Uh, Full time, I'm a basketball trainer at the basketball gym. So I serve kids. You know, I just provide my service. That's mm-hmm. it. And that brings me the most joy. Mm-hmm. So it's simple. What brings me joy? Do that. Yep. You know, because at the end of the day, we suffer every day, all day. From the morning we wake up to the minute we wake up, the minute we go to sleep, it's a constant adversity, constant suffering. Mm-hmm. We just, our brain loves to have ourselves suffer. So my goal is to limit that. How do you limit it? What is my antidote? Joy. Mm. So whatever the hell brings me joy, I'm running at it full speed. Yeah. I'm running at it full speed, and then it spreads. It spreads like wildfire. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm trying to do that now in the music realm, just serve artists and, and ha- make sure the artists that I'm serving are looking for change. Yeah. Right? Make sure they align with what I'm seeking. Mm-hmm. Service to the people, getting people together on positive vibrations. Because music's the only... You know, only thing that could really do that, I feel like. Music is like, you look at like music festivals, mm-hmm. like Tomorrowland, EDC, all these uh, music festivals. What else can bring 10,000 people together and have them all smiling and dancing? Yeah. Like, there's pretty much nothing else in the entire world that provides that. That can get 10,000 people to leave their house, come into a common space, stare at a stage of a human that made these sounds and vibrations mm. to just smile. And walk out of there like, yo, that was amazing. Mm. You know, music's the only thing that accomplishes that. Mm-hmm. People are sad. What do they do? They go to Spotify and play their favorite song. That's true. You know, music's such a, you know, that's the way I feel like. Mm-hmm. And, and the powers that be, mm-hmm. they understand that. They do. They have a deep understanding mm-hmm. of what music can do. So they tweak it. Mm-hmm. They go, all right, let me not yeah. make, make sure this mainstream music is out here healing people. Mm-hmm. Let me make sure <laughs> right. keeping that song. Yeah. And tune that frequency real quick. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> I mean, you know, so if I can impact, if I can do what yeah. I can do, only what I can do, and whatever scale that goes to, I can't control. I'm just mm-hmm. going to do what I can do, and the scale will take care of itself. I want as many people I can reach. And I don't consider myself an artist. I consider myself a consumer of art. Right? I just consume music. I just consume paintings. Right? So with that being said, I come from that perspective. It's, it's changed me. I've felt the impact mm-hmm. that a painting has done for me. i felt the impact that a song an artist has done for me. So now I want to provide that same service to the world. Mm-hmm. So with that energy, I've met so many people on Staten Island that are just amazing. Amazing artists. We have mm-hmm. this island that, you know, it, and I come from a basketball world. In a basketball world, if you're an amazing basketball player on Staten Island, you leave. We don't mm-hmm. play basketball on Staten Island. Mm. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. That's just Mm -hmm. just the truth. You leave because there's no real curation. There's no real "I got you." There's no real space out here that says, "Yo, if you're 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 really good at what you do, you can impact. You can inspire kids." I got you. We're gonna uplift. We're gonna elevate. There's a lot of the darkness. A lot of hate. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of jealousy. There's a lot of division in Staten Island, right? Mm. North Shore, South Shore. You know, you're from Long Island, so you're starting. Now you've been here for a couple of years, but this North Shore, South, South Shore division, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even get talked oh, about. It. Even the more. moment there's, I got and there's here, there's even more. There's yeah, there's even more. more. Yeah, there's yeah, more. That's there's the like that's, that's just the, the that's just the bro, and then there's right. the neighborhoods, oh and then there's a, the, right next to right. each other. Yeah. So we got as an as the, we have amazing artists out here that need to be curated, that mm-hmm. need to have a space to exist in, yep. to express themselves and, and, and represent. You know, and I hope to try to change. Mm-hmm. You know that narrative, in any way I possibly can control. I love that man. 
I love that. And if, if you don't mind, I just want to speak on what you were talking about. You were talking about how, like, just music can do that. Well, I think it's just because it's, like, it's more than one sense. You know, people think music, oh, it's just sound. I'm like, no. When you, Especially at a festival. I experienced that, like, I think last year. And that was, like, it's a full-body experience, you yeah. know? Because, like, <laughs> yeah, especially with those speakers, you feel like, boom, boom. Like, whatever. Like, yeah. and you get the energy from people, you yeah. know, and, like, you know, there's food, there's drinks. Like, you know, yeah. you're with your friends and, like. Then you see the artist, so it's a visual experience. You see the lights, you know, and then, like, you're jumping up and down, so that's a physical experience. Yeah. You know, you yeah. smell, like, you know, <laughs> just whatever is in the air, you yeah, know? Absolutely. So, like, it's it's um, it's um, just what people are, have clinged to, I think, for years. It's, like, it's a very easy... Look at Woodstock. Yeah, it's yeah. just you can translate no, that. Is the perfect, you can, you can just the perfect, perfect example yeah. absolutely. of a culture, of, mm -hmm. of a time and culture. Today, How it still lives on. People literally travel there you know just for the essence of just it. Just for the essence. And, and mm -hmm. if you meet those people, you know, you meet those hippies in mm -hmm. their 50s, you know, they go, yeah, I was at Woodstock. You know, we yeah. mobbed up. We went to Woodstock. And, you know, you see their face. Mm -hmm. You always see their face. Their eyes are lighting light up. Light up. They're reliving it. Reliving They're it. Reliving their eyes it. light mm -hmm. up, you know. So They're I, going back to that place within themselves. Like, it was so cool. You know, cool. whether Staten Island needs a music, maybe Staten Island needs a music festival with the essence of Woodstock. Mm -hmm. Maybe that would be amazing. You know, mm -hmm. we can walk towards that goal. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, I want to start small. You know, with with people that want to start small as well, and have an aim and have a goal to go big, to go global. Can I? Can I? Uh, are you open to being challenged? Challenged. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I believe you're an artist. Okay. Yeah. I believe you're an artist, and. And I'll, 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 and I'll leave it in, in, this, in this space and that I also want to acknowledge everybody in this room for something that just kind of came up as you were speaking. You're an artist of change. Mm. And you're an artist of mm, literally of connection, of networking. And you are an artist in other ways and, you know, in many other ways. And you got to give yourself credit for that. So that's a fact, man. Just want to challenge you like that in a good way, that's you fine. know. <laughs> artists of change is fine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Thank you. Yo, listen, everybody Thank in you. this room is an artist of change, Word. and the reason why I wanted to acknowledge, I want to acknowledge each person in this room because there's something that I noticed while you're talking. You're an artist, a literal painting artist. Mm -hmm. The way I I met your art before I met you. Yeah. And I met you before I met you mm -hmm. through your art, mm -hmm. and because you embody what you're painting and what you put together, I was like, who is this person? I resonate with them. Mm. You're changing art in that way. You're changing the art community in that way because of the person that you are and what you're putting on paper. You're being honest. You're being vulnerable. Mm -hmm. You're being true. You're seeing what, where you, you're probably seeing more so how people could benefit from it more than you. Yeah. You know, in your growth, and I'm sure you have, you will, and you do give yourself that credit, and you know, can nourish yourself from that too. Most def most definitely, and like I think, I think she's right because, um, you know, I think art and artists, you know, people cling to the word create, and that is an aspect of it. But what it, the literal definition of it in its simplicity is expression. You know, because then, like, you know, you look at someone like Andy Warhol, you know, who like people claim that he copied. But no, he was expressing like a different perspective, his truth. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, just to attest to that, it's, it's for sure. Um, that's how I, that's how I, I embody that. You know, I embody mm -hmm. my own expression because mm -hmm. if we're tying it back to like 
going through our sufferings and our happiness. Like that's mm-hmm. that's that's what I do. You know, I mm-hmm. try to find like but what and that's why I said I'm like <clears throat> when you asked me through that group chat, like what what's like kinda like the theme, right? Mm-hmm. It was kinda like innovative like exploration. Like I'm exploring like my own expression because we're always changing. So I gotta f- figure out I'm like, okay, what's what's resonating with me today? And like, you know, it's crazy that you were mentioning um that that we we need that sort of like thing here that mm-hmm. we need people to like kind of like rise up a little bit and just mm-hmm. be like, hey, we're out here and we're doing our yeah. thing, you know. Yeah. And it's crazy because like I'm gonna, I don't if you guys don't mind I'm gonna just plug what I'm doing right now. I was just I think, gonna mention it yeah. too. Like, go. <laughs> mm-hmm. So basically, um, we've been mentioning her name, but uh, there's a person by the name of Lori Love. You know, she's been in the community for Shout a long time. Shout out Lori. We love you, Lori. Um, she's been, you know, she's done so many things. She's been the catalyst of too many things. Um, she's the reason why we've met. Never too uh, much. Never right. Too much. Yeah. No, she's, <laughs> she's amazing. And, um, you know, uh, I made, I made my intention clear with her. I was just like, Hey, like, uh, cause I'm, you know, a lot of people don't know this, but like, I'm about to move in a month. So like, you know, like it was just, um, you know, that's just where my life led me. You know what I mean? So I wanted to almost, you know, I've been out here for three years and I wanted to almost give like a thank you back. But I also wanted to like leave here with something, leave something here for that spawn of inspiration, that spawn of opportunity. So uh, I decided to do this event here at Hub 17 NYC. Uh, it's called Forever Staten. And it's an event where like whether you're an artist or not, whether you, you claim to call yourself an artist or not, I should say, um, all everyone's welcome to experience what I consider people who are very good people, who are, who are willing to experience and be a part of that change here in Staten Island. So we, I invited all my friends. You know, I have a, a guy from Harlem. I have a bunch of friends here just from different sections of the art community. Um, and we, I just wanted just an event to say thank you to those people because they gave me something that, you know, I, I can't grab with my hand. You know, it was an opportunity. It was a mindset. It was a, a chance to shine. It was a chance to express myself. And I wanted to do that on a platform that promotes that. And I feel like I feel like Staten Island has always been in need of that. You know, there's so much talent here. There's so much expression here. And we need that mm-hmm. because whether you like it or not, you may have this cool idea, but you stop yourself from continuing to do it because of like, oh, I don't have the skills. I don't have the connections. I don't have this. I don't have that. From my experience, it's not making it to the top. Then you start doing that. You know, it's it's starting from the ground level. It's who you know and who you trust is willing to execute that with you. And um, you got to make yourself clear. You got you to gotta put yourself on that platform if you have to, if you have to make that. So, you know, me and Lauren connected and, you know, she really motivated me to do it because I was a little hesitant. And uh, we came up with that concept. And, you know, that's happening June 9th. So I just I'll wanted to let you. Yeah, I wanted <laughs> to let everyone know, I'll be there. you know, I thought this was a great platform, especially since the topic, that's the topic we're on. And, you know, Ashley, she's going to be a vendor there, too, because I definitely she she's exactly. Yeah, she's that's her expression. You know, that's her creativity. That's how she connects to others and herself in the world. And that's that's the whole point, you know, like whether it's business or just you have a adult moment with somebody or you leave something whether it's just a reading or you know basically everyone coming in i'm gonna there's gonna be a big piece of paper on the on the wall and like you know you walk in you say what's up and then i just draw you right there you know so you'll just have like a portrait that i'm donating the a big piece like this whole piece to hub 17 
And it's going to basically, basically have everyone there because, like, you know, everyone who walks in, you know, I want people to recognize, like, oh, like, next time I'm at Hub, like, you'll get to see me on this on this this moment. And, like, hopefully it can be, like, to where I'm, like, this is where we started this. This is where I met this person. Like, this is where we, we wow. got things going. Or, like, this is where, I, like, I reconnected with somebody or, like, I left with something that, like, you know, that made me want to change something about my life, you know, because, mm -hmm. like, whether people know it or not, they've done that for me. And, like, everyone that's involved in it has done that for me. So I just wanted to, yeah. you know, let that out there in the universe and let people know, like, you know, despite me moving, like, I'm still doing things here and I want to, you know, do it on a bang. Mm -hmm. And I want to just... Mark. Yeah, I want to set my Maybe intentions right, you know? For sure. For, for sure. So, like, yeah, I appreciate you just saying that because that, that inspired me to say that. It's, yeah. so, it's so incredible. It's so beautiful because a lot of people, like, come in and out of Staten or, like, they leave Staten and there's no appreciation for leaving Staten. And you're li you're, you've came here, you've been here for three years, sure and you're, like, time. forever Staten. <laughs> forever yeah. forever Staten. People yeah. are, like, they're, like, I, oh, I'm from New York City. I'm yeah. not, you know, they don't even mention yeah. that My they're from Staten. for three years, he said, yo. Forever. <laughs> I'm about to draw everybody I pull <laughs> like, Yeah. yeah. Yes. Like, and this, yo, this is, this is, this is the reflection of, Appreciate like, what, what was coming up when you were speaking before it was like we're all everyone in this room like shout out to charlie shout out to kenny you know for for the people off screen like everybody in this room is so such a pinnacle of doing something in such a beautiful and pure way the event that y'all curated Thank you. yo like the i was i low-key i'm not like not just because i'm a cancer don't hold me y'all but like i was crying you feel mm -hmm. me but like music doesn't affect me always mm -hmm. like that <laughs> like music doesn't always affect me like that when when i was hearing charlie sing the song that she was singing lone wolf yeah. yo that song yeah like i i felt her whole essence yeah. in in that and like i was literally standing there like <laughs> like yo i feel you like i feel that vibration and like this is so pure and this is coming from such an incredibly intentional space the whole show is incredibly intentional mm. yes. everything about that and that was y'all you know what i'm yeah. saying like that was y'all and that's different Congrats, for man. staten island thank you, thank you, and that's just different for staten island. you know what i'm saying so like yeah. everything i was doing the way kenny pulls up like the the reason i'm speaking on this mic and having this podcast in this space the reason we're all here is because of kenny yeah. you know what Shout i mean creating the the <laughs> hub and like this space for the for the event that is coming up for the events that we had the events that will continue to go on kenny providing this space in staten island out of the pureness of his heart to see other creatives and whether you know kenny i i i hope you identify yourself as an artist because you absolutely are in so many different ways and you know but some of us don't it took a long time for me to identify myself as an artist too you know i mean kenny's a photographer he's a man that wears many hats usually we all do mm -hmm. right just because you do one thing doesn't mean you don't do another thing every it's there's no coincidence that everybody in this room embodies a certain energy and each of us are pinnacle like and fundamental like pillars for change mm -hmm. not only the microcosm is Staten Island but it's every person we ever meet wherever we move wherever we go wherever we came from we will all embody that and it's really incredible that we're all in this space at this time and that it all kind of happened. Like, yeah, it's just, I'm so grateful. Like, while yeah, you were speaking, too. like, I just, it, like, dawned on me. <laughs> I was like, yo, what? Like, and there's all different kinds of words we could use that. Like, even for myself, like, I do paint. I do a whole bunch of different art. I'm like, but I, I'm, right now, I'm talking on the podcast. Like, that could be a, a, a speaking artist. You know what I mean? There's so many different ways to express yourself. My intention 
for making this podcast, for making this literal one or just the ones in general is, you know, how do we find our balance on different topics? You know, it's, yeah, it could be called a spiritual podcast, but it's also a lifestyle podcast. It's both because it's like, you don't have, it's not just going to, we're not just going to talk about past life regressions the whole time. Even if I have somebody on here that that specializes in past life regressions, I'm going to ask them, what cereal they like? You know what I mean? Just because, how do you keep your balance? That's cool. You want to come here? You want to wear hats? There's a reason I don't do intros. You don't have to be whatever you write down in a bio because I don't want you to limit yourself. Yeah. You be whoever, whatever essence you in organically want to show, you show it up here. Mm-hmm. It's up to you if you want to say whatever you do. You want to do that, absolutely. Acknowledge your credentials, but you don't You don't have to. Your, your credentials are, are your vibration, you know, the essence, your resonance. That's your credentials. Mm-hmm. And it's important that we kind of look through life and see that because so many people... I don't think any of us in this room, but, like, a lot of people, like, you know, really look at the list. What school they go to? What thing they do? Yeah. How many experiences is that? Before they even meet somebody. That's why I hate sending resumes, especially online. You don't even get to feel my pretty paper. You don't even get to feel yeah. the, like, the, all, all the intention I put into my resume. I even got this off-white textured paper. You can't even touch yeah. it. No, I want you to feel it. Same thing with my business cards. I want you to feel it. Here's my business card. You resonate with me. Here's my podcast. Boom. You feel it? You feel it? You, you, might, you might feel me too when I speak. Mm. You know what I mean? It's the intention. It's the detail. Not to get lost in the detail all the time, which I got to ground myself with a lot. You know yeah. what I mean? Because we are simplifying. But it's it's that intention, you know? Be a, an intentional artist. And, like, you did that with this podcast, you know what I mean? And, like, you're doing that with everything, like, with your music. And I wish I pulled up to your event. Because, like, I heard, and I, like I said, like, that's how I knew you knew all, like, the people I've worked with yeah. and some of my friends. And then I heard she was pulling up. I'm like, damn, like, this, you know, like, I don't know. Like, I think that's good that, like, it's happening. And, like, we need that. I, I did want to just say, though, I have of to course. use the bathroom real quick. Oh, Is yeah, go cool? ahead. Yeah, on yeah, on yeah. yourself. Yeah. I'll go ahead. Right, you, cool. you do you. <laughs> you do you. Yo, shout, shout, out, shout out to the honesty. You know, we out here live, but we're also regular human beings that have to use the bathroom sometimes. You know what I mean? I started the podcast. I ate. I took a bite of the apple. I was like, why the fuck did I do that? I'm about to speak. I had to, like, I was a, like a chipmunk. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yo, listen, the conversation goes on. Shout out to being honest and real. I'm like, I wanted to talk about the microphone. I seen it. I was like, yo. And then, uh, like, me and me and Kenny did this telepathy thing, and, yeah, yeah. and Kenny came over here. I was looking at it. I was, I was like, like, you know I know, I was looking at it. You were looking at it. We were looking like, at each other. I was like, all right. Yeah, because I'm like, I can't even help you. I'm all the way over here. Like, before when it happened to him, I was like, all right, at least, like, I'm just help right now. <laughs> but, yeah, yo. No, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing when you can go into a space and you can acknowledge each other's vibration and, like, I think that a lot of times when we resonate with people and it's in this uplifting place, like we get like high off it, right? You know, everybody's like, yo, oh my yeah. God, yes, yes, yes. And it's amazing. Yeah. And then you leave and then you go back into your life and other things and you encounter all these other vibrations and then you're like, wow, like, you know, what do I, what do I want around me, you know? And then there's certain things we can't control. We can't control when we're in the car. And, you know, there's other people driving, they're driving crazy and someone's speeding and cutting you off. Someone will say, you can't, you know, we can't control that. But how, you know, how we respond to that, we can control, right? Like, you know, it's I, like noticing, okay, 
I'm not going to let that permeate that feedback. That feedback, that's their vibration. Feedback is simply vibration in a, in a big way, right? Like when we're allowing feedback to permeate us, that vibration to permeate us, we're surrendering to either bringing ourselves down yep. or surrendering to bring ourselves up. And we're creatures of habit. Mm-hmm. So if we habitually respond in a manner of, ha you can't affect me. You know, you cutting me off in this traffic or, you know, you sticking a middle finger up at me in, on the highway doesn't affect me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm sorry? And the more I've, the more I practice that, the easier it's just become the easier response. It's become. But it's like off the beginning, it wasn't like that. No. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. off the beginning, it's, it's not like that. It's practice. Mm-hmm. And it becomes, Active practice. It becomes more habitual. And then mm-hmm. you, you made a good point about being in like certain vibrations. You get this high, you know, to be a concert. It's mm-hmm. like you walk out the concert, you go back to your car, and now you have to drive home. Yeah, it's like the deflation. You know? <laughs> yeah, the deflation of that energy. But, you yeah. know, it's also our responsibility mm-hmm. to cultivate our own environments mm-hmm. for it it to be, trigger us mm-hmm. to have positive vibrations so i'm Absolutely. very i'm very meticulous about the way my environment is, is set up you know from mm-hmm. my vehicle to my room to mm-hmm. my apartment you know so i can constantly be triggered in a positive vibrational way you know mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Right, miss. so we're talking about you want you want to film in oh well we're talking about just just positive vibrations in a sense of she, she brought up you know we enter, it's good to enter a room like this where the vibrations are high and mm-hmm. when we walk out of here, we might get deflated. You know, we, yeah. might, we, might, we might be in the sense of like, ah, okay. And I said the importance of controlling your environment after things like this, right? And just having these positive triggers and these positive cues in our lives that keep us, you know, grounded, but also on a positive, you know, on the positive side of the thing. Yeah. Not having things around us that can trigger us, trigger us to, you know, have negative actions or negative decisions and, and things like that. You know? mm. 100. I feel that for sure. Yeah, because you can you can like start off running, you know, with whatever that feeling is. Yeah. And then if you don't kind of have like, I'm gonna say if you you can you can have a goal, you can have a dream, you can have a plan, but like if you don't have like you know that discipline, mm-hmm. and if you don't have that like um, mindset of just being mindful of your energy, mm-hmm. you know. And how and how you use that, whether that's practicing, whether that's prep, or all that, you mm-hmm. know, and, or having a. I think what I learned recently is just having a team, and you know, mm-hmm. hopefully being reliant on that team, you know, because it's it's not always about you. You don't have to be the superstar, yeah. you know. You you, you kind of like let gotta let other people shine and help you out. That's a theme that's been coming up like in the past twenty four hours. Me and me and Lori were talking about a bunch of different things and like how, you know, sometimes people move funny, right? Sometimes <laughs> people do things and move funny. And like it's it, like, or sometimes we move funny. You know what I mean? All yeah. all of the things is like, either lack of support within ourselves or lack of support within community. Some people have the support within themselves, or think that they have a, a or, or think that they have a healthy support within themselves that they don't need support with outside of themselves. Hyper individualism has been um, like romanticized so much in in this world and in this reality that we forgot that we need community, we need tribe, right? Yeah. But then yeah. there's people that are actively always seeking tribe which can like feel like a leech and then there's people that are completely like not looking for tribe and they're not open to anything so they're super open and they're super close i feel like that's the the majority of people and then like because at some point we've all been one of those extremes right yeah and then you find the balance within the middle now especially on set out and touch on topics that we're talking about and like 
like me and Laura were talking about a few different topics, uh, different experiences and things that we've realized. And it's like, this person is having this reaction or I'm having this reaction because lack of community, right? There's the lack of community. Like we want a community. And if you don't have it, not everybody can have that community. Let me phrase that. Not everybody think that they can have that community. So it's really important to do community building things as well. Some people like gravitate towards niche things. And then there's also just like community things. But there's nothing, I've seen nothing on Staten Island that's just like, yo, I'm happy to be from Staten Island and be human. Like you want to pull up, you know what I mean? And even so, like I like the way that for me, the moon meetings have been going, have been more in a general area so that more people can feel inclined to do that. You know, and I think that, well, something that I'm going to speak in now because I want to put it into existence is like finding a, a to have just like a community meeting. And something that I want to just kind of put together and curate, you know, with what whoever and whatever resonates and have that stick. And, you know, it's, it's probably going to be at Hub and it's probably going to be on a few other places on the island, whether it's like, especially now it's getting nice outside, going to different parts of the island, not just staying in one place yeah. and going to different parts of the island being like, yo, like, we're having community meetup like weekly, like, yo, like I'm gonna bring some bowls or like, we not do bowls, we just have conversations, whatever the case is, it could be whatever, because the community healing kind of it, it need it's needed you know so like bridging that gap is so important and like if you're not from set on you know listening to this podcast and you're from somewhere else like i'm sure your community needs the same thing and maybe that's you maybe you're the person who's supposed to go do that so you know sit with that and see how that resonates or maybe it doesn't maybe you know somebody who is and it's like maybe you feel inspired maybe you don't feel like it could be you but it still is you trust me i didn't think it could be me I didn't think I would be up on this podcast. There's so many things that I, I'm doing and I have done that I did not think would be me. I did not think I would do the the moon ceremonies the way I've been, and I'm the only person doing them now. You know what I mean? And it's like, and it's and it's changing, and everything's changing. Mm. So I think that that's something that's just coming up for a lot of people, places, and things. And like, you know, before we end this um this podcast, I want to just, you know check in with you guys and see if there's anything else that you wanted to talk about before we conclude. And also just thank you guys so much for being here and being yourselves. Thanks really, for having us. Yeah. Really nah, thank you. Thank you for having us. Of course. Thank you. Of course. It was a pleasure. It won't be the last time either. I'm sure I'll have yeah. y'all on either separate or, you know, whatever, whenever it comes and, you know, we'll be seeing a lot of each other. And, you know, if you guys want to plug in your Instagrams, you're more than welcome. Oh yeah. Um, well, I'm third eye child, you know, uh, S T H I R D three Y three D and then child, it's long, it's annoying, but I like it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll, I'll plug in another thing. So yeah, forever statin. That's one thing that we're doing. Um, also a thing with Lori, I'm doing is um she's got this mural event going on around Staten Island since we are talking about community, and you know she definitely inspired me. You know not only directly just but but how she moves just to you know be a part more of the community and so. I'm going to be doing a mural with my friend uh, Rangel. You know, he's another Staten Island, you know, vet. And, uh, you know, we went to school together. He's an illustrator, super talented. And, um, yeah, we're going to be doing something right there at Richmond Hooko. So people should pop out May 28th. So that's this Saturday. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, like, I don't know. That's that's what I got going on. Yeah, I mean, I got a lot of things under construction at the moment. I hear that. But just stay tuned. Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) Everything will come to light in the very near future. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Thank you guys for being on here. And there's one more thing that any either of you would like to read out loud the piece of peace of mind of the day. Sure. Yeah. Okay. 
Today is the 25th. I'm saying it to reaffirm myself. All right, all right. Okay. Are you welcome? Are we going to read which one? The March 25th. 20th. Mm -hmm. We're in March, though. Oh, I'm, I just pulled you to the wrong page. I'm so Should sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, you know what's crazy, actually, I could share with y'all? This book I got from, like, a, a thrift shop or somewhere. I forgot where I got it. I might have got it at a yard sale. But all I remember is picking up the book, and it was split in half. And it's split in half on our birthday. Oh, word? Yeah. That's crazy. The other half is, is at my house. Peace of mind, daily meditations for ease and stress. And like literally, because that's only half of the book. The other half is at my house, and it's split. The book was split directly on my birthday. So I'll read the page. Mm -hmm. This quote is by uh, Confucius. Shout out to Confucius. Shout out to Confucius. Desire to have things done quickly prevents their being done thoroughly. Don't rush. Take your time, patience. Doris Grumbach, an author in her 70s, has several works either in progress or awaiting her decision as to whether they deserve further effort. Yet she doesn't push herself to complete her books. I get a great deal of pleasure out of finishing a work, explains Grumbach. I'm willing to wait. What I care about is the time and thought it takes to produce a book. What projects, tasks, or hobbies do you take pride in because you devote the time necessary to bring quality to their completion? Is the finished product a cause for celebration because you have done the best job possible? Rather than set limits or goals for one of your projects, think instead of the ways you can bring the best quality to the project. Examine what that will take, not in terms of the time it will take, but in terms of expenses, research, your energy, or organization of the project. Then structure your goals for achieving this project to include all of those things, not a timetable. Today, I'll take as much time as I need to bring quality to the things I do. I'll keep in mind that it's quality, not quantity, that will make me the most proud. This I could definitely, definitely, definitely relate to. Mm -hmm. Yo, this book does a thing. <laughs> and every time, especially whether I do at the, at the moon meetings or, or at this podcast, I usually wait till the end. Because it'll just, like, seal off everything we're talking about. This, this relates to everything Every, I'm yeah. embodying in yo, this present like, moment. <laughs> yo, it's so wild. It's wild. Yo, same. Yeah. And it's just, like, one of those cliche things. Like, yeah. you know, be patient. Yeah. Everything. Good things will happen fast. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Ashley. Yes. Thank you very Bro. much. You're very welcome. Thank you guys for being here. And shout out to your moms. Shout out to all of our moms for birthing us Word. on yes. July 5th. Yeah. Can I ask what what's what's your mom's like signs? Taurus. Taurus. What about yours? Uh, June seventeenth is. Uh, Gemini. Gemini. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. My mom's a Scorpio. Okay. Pops is a Leo. Okay. My brother's a Leo. I got Leo rising. I don't got nobody in my family. Okay. Leo. Yo, are you y'all y'all know your charts? Your moon risings. I downloaded that app you yeah. told me to download. I, I know yours, but I don't know them in order. You told I think me multiple times. I know. I, I think <laughs> I'm like I know it's Aquarius and Virgo. I just don't know which one. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, essences of your double Cancer, Libra Moon. I can look right now. Cancer rising, Libra Moon. 
Yeah, well, you know, maybe it's not meant to. It's all right. Yeah, it's true. Maybe it's not meant to. Y'all, y'all need to know our exact coordinates of, of mind. That's true. That's true. I didn't even think about that. But there's essences, you know, of, of the different, you know, placements. Not only Peach Life fits, which is really cool. So thank y'all so much. And thank you all for tuning in and spending your time and your morning, your evening, or whenever this reaches you in a good way. And tune in with us next week. Bye.